Radio Wivenhoe. Great because we're small. <laughs> Seven listeners. That's all we got. Seven listeners. Don't sound a lot. Somebody's got to play them a song because. Seven listeners Seven listeners can't be Seven listeners can't be wrong And remember kids, you're listening to Big W. And almost nine years after that jingle for early radio Wivenhoe was made, you're listening to Martin Newell with a special one-off programme about how getting involved with my community radio station made me fall in love with recording again. So welcome to It's a Slippery Slope. Let the story begin. So before I listened to Radio Wiven, it was all... Hi, I'm home! But since I've started listening to the station, I think my life really has got a lot more like, um... Radio Wivenhoe. We're not just a radio station. We really do care. Well, from small acorns, mighty oaks do grow, and the story was the same with Radio Wivenhoe, which began as a tiny little internet station run from Jerry Davis's spare upstairs bedroom and, and my brother Joe Newell's flat that he was renting, where, where he'd do his soul shows and I'd do my over-the-river shows. But once we got an internet radio station... We thought, well, we're motoring here. All kind of other lunatics got on board. Martin Buick and and Mark Deal and Justin Fairweather, who actually was and still is the complete anchor of the station in many ways. And we were, we were chuggling along as a kind of just an internet station and things were needed. Like we had DJs. There were plenty of guys and a few women who wanted to have radio shows. But I said... I didn't necessarily want to have a show. I said, I offered to do the jingles because I was working a lot as a writer and I was doing all sorts of other stuff. So I said, look, I could make you jingles probably. And I realized that actually I couldn't make them jingles because I had no recording gear. Now, as long as I can remember, I've had some sort of recording kit until around about 1996, I stopped recording myself, and there was a period where I was just using studios to make records. During this time, recording became digitised. And because I was kind of not big, but important enough to warrant a studio usually, and an engineer, or to pay a mate to do it for me, I completely lost touch with the technology. So something like 30 years of recording experience, production and know-how suddenly became redundant because I did not know the new technology. I didn't need to, to know it. Someone was doing it for me. So I was kind of like a very good old tape recorder that there wasn't any tape for anymore. And eventually I realised that even if I was to make these very simple jingles for Radio Wivenhoe, I would need to digitise myself. So I, I bought myself a tiny little, I know we're talking about something about the size of a 24-hour army ration pack, 
a little square thing called a Tascam Pocket Studio, which was essentially a four-track recorder with a built-in mic. I bought on the internet some sound effects and I began to teach myself how to use this thing and how to edit on a programme called Audacity, which Jerry Davis showed me how to download and all the rest of it. I mean, I really was a digital primitive. And this is the sort of thing that used to happen because I'd spent all... <laughs> All my time listening to Smite Milligan and um, Kenny Everett, the goons, people like that, Monty Python. And I've got a warped sense of humour anyway. So here are some examples of the kind of early jingles which I did for Radio Wivenholm. One, two, a one, two, three, four. Who's that man in the studio? Saturdays, Sundays on the breakfast show. Some may say he's the Wivenho wizard, but we call him that terrible old lizard. He's a terrible old lizard. He's a terrible old lizard. What's that spell? He's a terrible old lizard. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Everyone chill. It's time for Colin Hill. It's Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Rout. On Radio Wivenhoe, 7 o'clock, Tuesday nights. Don't even think about it. This round! This round! Over this way! Not now, boys. Can't you see I'm busy? I'm singing a song about sailors, I'll all skipping like a girl, you know. Then I grow my beard, you know, to be a pokey wazz. Right, that's enough of that. Overeducated, pampered counterclerks from perfectly good middle class homes, all pretending to be hard done by Victorian navvies. On a Thursday night, this'll never do. What you need is. Thursday Rocks with Gary Davis. It certainly does rock. In between 8 and 10pm on Radio Wivenhoe, two hours of being inconsiderate to the neighbours with Gary Davis, Radio Wivenhoe's rock god. Hey Linda, you know that nice young man across the road? Oh yes. Well, I've heard he's the rock god of Radio Wivenhoe. Hmm. Mr. Mule, Mr. Mule. So irresistibly cool So musically gifted Your soul will be lifted When you're listening to that listening mule Mr. Mule, Mr. Mule He's unbelievably cool So trousily gifted Your soul will be lifted When you're listening to that Mr. Mule Martin Newell, Radio Wivenhoe, every Thursday between 6 and 8pm. The French Hour, with Sandrine. Vous avez lu l'histoire de Jesse James? Radio Wivenhoe, Monday evenings, 6 till 7. It may not be what you think. 
And that was a pretty good example of some of the early station idents, jingles, etc., which I used to do. Because I had a pretty free hand and no one else really knew how to do them or where we'd start. I mean, we could have rented some of those. Radio will know the sound of corporate double glazing kind of adverts, but I wanted to put a Wivenhoe stamp on it, really, have that slight eccentricity about it. So, And that was all I knew how to do. And while I was doing this, I began learning about this little machine of mine, and I thought, do you know, I could put a little drum machine and a bass on that, which is what I did with the Colin Hill show. And then I thought, you know, he, whenever I did a show with him, someone came up with the inspired idea of putting me and Colin Hill on a breakfast show, which did kind of work. I mean, it really did work. I think that was Justin Fairweather's idea. But I just started building these jingles and playing on them, and gradually, by stealth almost, I started recording more. I, st I began to remember my old production tricks. How do I get this bit of music here and put these stupid sound effects? And I thought, I need to build up a bank of sound effects. Now, more on sound effects later. But the next job I had was we discovered that, guess what? Because we were a community radio station, we were allowed to make a certain amount of our income. I think it was about 50% at the time from advertising. So next we needed to round up someone to, or persuade some people to advertise with us. And then, of course... If they wanted to take the risk, they got a deluxe wacky jingle from me. Not everybody wanted a serious advert. So some people got funny ones. And because I really probably was breaking a lot of the rules of advertising, I, I just kind of went by, you know, somewhere between what I saw on television in the 70s and, and what Kenny Everett used to do. So this is what happened. This, for instance, was um, an advert for Charlotte Bernays' Christmas Fair at the Business Centre. And I got my English classical music and I put a commentary on it, a nice 50s commentary and a few silly sound effects, you know, inevitably explosions, I like them. Anything to do with sheep and camp voices. What's that sound? That's right, it's time to look twice for Christmas with a vintage retro fair. For a cornucopia of vintage clothing, jewellery, crafts, collectibles, upcycled items and household paraphernalia, come to 28 The Wivenhoe Business Centre on Sunday the 25th of November, 10am to 4pm. Whether well, it's a diamond collar for the llama in your life, a new hat and a leatherette harness for your husband, or just a new set of anti-McKessers. Why walk around dressed like a 1950s PT instructor when, for a few pounds, you could emerge from our dressing rooms looking like a 19th century French boulevardier? Oh, that sounds like just my sort of thing. Well, quite. So remember, that's a vintage retro fair, 10am till 4pm, 25th November, at the Wivenhoe Business Centre. Entrance is a piffling one pound, half of which is donated to the Wivenhoe Moving Image Cinema. Look twice for Christmas. Well, we didn't really notice how much it had grown at first because we'd moved in in the winter. Then, when the spring arrived, we discovered we could only just see the shed roof from our upstairs window. 
I think the final straw, though, was when I came home one evening and found David Attenborough and an entire film crew were making a documentary about a rare type of tree sloth right there in our garden. And that's when Hermione said to me, Ralph, either you telephone the garden tamer or it's a divorce. Yes, I'm doing court next July. He should have called the garden tamer. He does garden cleanups, hedge trimming, fencing, turfing, pressure washing, rubbish removal, and he's a fully insured and environment agency licensed waste carrier. In fact, the garden tamer does any garden job, large or small. For a free estimate, why not call 01206 826516 or 07985 or why not email garden-tamer at live.co.uk. The Garden Tamer. The man with the green van. Is your restroom not your best room? Could your bathroom be more groovy? Do your splashbacks give you flashbacks like a hammer horror movie? Time for a new bathroom, perhaps. So, why not contact LH Installations of Wivenhoe? We're number one for plumbing and bathroom makeovers. At LH Installations, we pride ourselves on being able to carry out anything from general plumbing repairs to a full bathroom renovation, all to the very highest standard. Since we're versed in project management, we handle every aspect of your installation from start to finish. All work carries a 12-month guarantee and, in addition, we run an emergency call-out service 24 hours a day, 365 But of days all these ads, um, the ones that were the most, uh, I suppose, difficult and that are still my pride and joy are the David Henley ones for Henley's award-winning fish and chips. I think when David Henley first uh, heard my suggestion for an ad, he probably just thought I was some kind of lunatic and then gradually he began to realise that I was just another cheerful workaholic maniac like him. So he said, well, we'll push the boat out. And so I did uh, about three ads for David and we're still using one on, on Colne Radio to this day and occasionally I get to do a new one because they are, from my point of view, the gateway to, to great recording. I have the president on the line for you, Mr Henley. Put him through, please, Ursula. David, you forgot your award after last night's ceremony. Well, thanks, Mr. President. Terrific honour, sir, but I'm halfway over the Atlantic now. I'll have to pick it up later. Right now, I've got a British chip shop to open. Love to Michelle and the girls. But, but... Righto, Ursula. Get the turbo fryers fired up and tell the team to commence chipping. I shall be parachuting onto the KGV at 9.15. Have someone pick me up in my carriage, thanks. Will do, Mr. Henley, sir. At Henley's Fish and Chips, sustainability and local sourcing are our watchwords, which is possibly why we've got more awards than we have windows in which to display them. But it's also worth mentioning that we serve rather exceptional fish and chips. Henley's multi-award winning fish and chips at 9 Vine Parade, Wivenhoe. Open Mondays to Saturdays, lunchtimes and evenings. Phone 01206 820222. Sorry I'm late, everybody. Held up in customs this morning. Stand by to open for lunch and chip like your lives depended upon it. It's the Washington Post on the line again, Mr Henley. I haven't got time right now, Ursula, but can you just repeat, please, that we have no plans to open a branch of Henley's at the White House, or not quite yet, anyway. <laughs> Occasionally, people wanted serious ads, uh, so we, we, we did them. Usually cake shops or something like that. Uh, sometimes they didn't want me doing the voiceover, they wanted a woman, so we got Hilary Lazelle to do it. We create cakes. We bake cakes. What kind of cakes? 
cupcakes, cake pops, cookies and more for any occasion. Children's parties, wedding parties, party parties and for you. We do deliveries too to Clacton, Colchester and all their surrounding areas. Contact The Kitchen on 01206 252 303. Find us on Facebook or via the website at www.flower-power-cakes.co.uk You should be listening to Radio Wilford Ho There's Justin, Jerry, Joe and Mr. Mule You know there's George McKissick too Shane Diggins and the crew Mark Deal and Sarah Rout Why bother going out? Radio Wivenhoe. We made you a radio station and it weren't fair. <laughs> the central point of all this is that from me just mucking about with a four track, gradually I thought, hmm, I'm going to need a slightly better mic. If I got some more of those leads, if I got some more of those 3.5s... Th- but soon enough I had a box full of leads, I had extra mics, and from there... It was only a short jump the following summer to me thinking, I wonder if I could make a four-track album like I used to in the old days with the cleaners from Venus. about this time a small label in california burger who used to specialize in making cassettes i mean said we'd like to release some of your old albums on cassettes and i said how would that work it was explained to me that the kids driving around in california were buying secondhand jalopies and these things very often had old cassette players in them and it was quite the thing to do to to get your old cassettes and guess what the cleaners from venus who'd originally released a lot of stuff on cassettes, were getting their stuff played quite often. And these guys wanted to release, you know, nothing big, little runs of 500 here, 500 there.
they said they'd pay me. They did pay me. And uh, it kind of sparked a revival. And because I had this four-trap machine now that, I, that I'd got, which cost me about 80 quid and a little collection of leads and bent-up old instruments I dug out of cupboards, the album that came out of my work for Radio Wivenhoe was actually a thing called The Late District, which was a mixture of instrumentals and a few odd songs, bits and bobs, all done through the summer. After that, I began to take the recording a bit more seriously. So the follow-up to that was Return to Bohemia. We did that, and I, but by now, I was down the slippery slope and actually completely enmeshed in recording again. Hey! So there were a number of other albums. We made, I think, three more before I thought, I'm going to need an eight-track. At the same time, MGMT, who were a famous American rock band, they were opening some of their sets on a world tour with one of my old songs. This next song is a cover. It's called Only in Shadow. The cleaners from being This kind of revived interest everywhere and I started getting approaches from all sorts of little labels saying, can we release some of your old stuff? I said, well, I've got new stuff as well. And there was new stuff. Rose of the lanes Where have you gone? There's a time lord looking for A lonely ashtray blonde Rose of the lanes and then suddenly everyone was releasing all my stuff and um, I hesitate to call it career I, I, I like to just call it a number of things that stop me being unemployed and I was soon enough drifting into full-time musicianship again. I refused to tour, naturally, because I think there are far too many men in late middle age or early old age going out and lumbering around the stages. But nonetheless, because of getting involved with Radio Wivenhoe, I got a recording career back again and learned how to do it and remembered that I was a pretty good garage producer. But something else happened during this time. In the middle of it all, Radio Wivenhoe, which had been this kind of little internet underdog had got a few other people on board 
and they got their FM license and became Colm FM 106, which they are today with a, a growing steady listenership. They're a, they're a concern. They, they kind of tick over. I mean, it's always difficult for any community station to to make a living, but they've got enough adverts and they've got enough DJs and they've got... You know, it's quite a good listening, actually. It's a, it's it's the community station, I think, that, that North Essex deserves. Well, I'm not doing an advert for it here, but I'm kind of proud I was involved with it, and, and I still am, which is probably why I'm making this. Anyway, as I said, from Little Acorns, do mighty oaks grow? And if you're thinking of recording, yes, indeed, it is a slippery slope. I had an American record deal with a very prestigious label called Captured Tracks and they wanted to release a lot of my old stuff and I said this stuff is really lo-fi and they said we can clean it up a bit and I said well not this stuff you couldn't but all the time I was thinking well, I was fired up again it was like they'd relit the old boiler you know and, and 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 the thing was heating up so I was buying bits and pieces more of more kit and recording more and more, and I got myself a, a new, you know, imitation McCartney bass and a few other things, just the kind of things I'd have had in the cleaners. You know, I didn't bother with too much musical stuff because really as a musician, I don't consider myself worth it. I mean, I'm not a jazzer or anything, but I can turn out a song and I do know how to make a garage production. So we did that and the records were selling. And so this, remember, where we came in was the fact that good old Radio Wivenhoe back in 2011 got me to do some jingles and I said it was a slippery slope and it was Finally, I practically left everything else to get back on with music. So in my 60s, I became a musician again. And it was interesting because now I've got a certain amount of critical acclaim. But the same people, really, in England, I suppose, people who'd been disdainful of me back in the 80s and 90s, and a bit sniffy, I suppose, because I didn't go to the right parties or something, um we're still being a bit sniffy but it didn't matter because now I'm selling some records except I'm not playing I'm not going on tour ladies and gentlemen we don't want to see another 60 year old guy lumbering around the stage like an amnesic bison do we no we don't so I'm just going to sit here and make records but had it not been for Radio Wivenhoe and my involvement in Radio Wivenhoe and with Justine and Joe and Jerry and everyone else before it became Colne Radio I owe them my second musical career 
and that is the story of my my uh, accidental lo-fi blundering into into greatness again so i hope you enjoy this last try And Amanda, heavy on the candor, blinking in the morning lights, posing on the paving like a cheap engraving, following a dodgy night. Now they can walk away from there, bathed in an Eastman colour glare, scandal in their eyes, dolly birds and spies. Because the world will be your friends In a lifetime long weekend Trinner Mill and Marble Paper Skies Dolly Birds and Spies Dolly Birds and Spies You've been listening to It's a Slippery Slope, written and produced by Martin Newell, a mealtime production for Colm FM 106.6, on digital, on the intertent, on your smart speaker, and wherever else you can find it, in the psychic ether, probably. <laughs>